What now, he says to the broadcast booth. Nothing. We ain't got nothing for Yair Rodriguez. Back in the day when Yair came on the scene, it was very, very exciting. He was super dynamic. He was really creative. People were talking about him being a champion in like 2016. And he's finally here. 10 years in the making, this. And finally, he actually is living up to who we thought he was going to oh, be. I know, because he lost to Max, like, two fights. Yeah, ago. but yeah, Max, got... it doesn't matter. He can still win the belt. I understand also, he lost to Max. He didn't really beat Ortega either, did he? Why are you trying to pick apart his wins? He's, he's just kind of just here because the there's belt. nothing. Who else is Volk going to fight? Who else is he going to fight apart from Max Holloway? Well, I'd say you fight Yair because he's earned his title. Josh shot. Emmett. <laughs> but they just shoved an interim title in there for not a lot of reason other than the fact that, like, well, Volk was going up to that's fight. That's true. That, is it, that? It, doesn't, it didn't have to be an interim title. He should beat Max before he, he fights Volk. I agree with that. He should have he needed to beat Max. But, like, but they it, didn't. The UFC were just kind of but like... But it doesn't matter. I can't help <sighs> but feel he's a kickboxer that got out-wrestled by Max Holloway. And then he fought Josh Emmett, who's a wrestler who boxes. He lost the, Tepor the Teporia fight because he tried to box Teporia, and Teporia's a better boxer than him. Who so, cares about Josh Emmett? Though, and really? then he fought That's what I'm saying! Like, you can't... <laughs> if, who cares about Josh I'm Emmett? Not talking, you're, I'm not trying to pick apart the credentials of Yair. I'm trying to say... But you just said, who cares about Josh Emmett? That's how he won his belt! What should be interesting is how he fights and how that matches up against Volk and how he's giving Volk a new challenge that he's never seen before. He's going to give him looks that no one else has given him yet. We don't really know how Volk is going to deal with it. You can assume, oh, I'll just take him down, or the, reach, the, the, the outside kicking game won't be a problem, but we've not actually seen him have to deal with that. We have had seen him in a little bit. Max Holloway in the second fight, Max kicked on the outside, dropped him with a head kick, landed a bunch of great body kicks, actually did really well for kicking from the outside. And then you also had Islam, who picked him apart with body kicks, landed a couple of head kicks as well. Volk had a lot more to think about in that Islam fight. Yeah, he's not going to shoot on him, is he? So it, it seems like a less, it seems more like a more one-dimensional fight for Volk. In these fights, I am always for the underdog. I always want to see some shocking thing happen where a dominant champion like Volk gets fucking head kick to hell like we saw with Leon and, and Usman. I like to see dominant champions face adversity and see how they do returning to that belt as well. That is what really makes like a really great champion. But it, this kind of this card kind of feels a little bit like the do or die for both the middleweight and the featherweight divisions. It's these two big fights that could unlock everything for us fans. You know, if Rodriguez does go in there, spinning wheel kicks into the no, nuts. No, he won't. I think you're spinning wheel kicks. Spinning wheel kicks into the probably nuts. Probably catch him in the head. If Rodriguez could pull this off, earlier on in the night as well, we could have an unwedging of the middleweight division where if Robert Whittaker can finally just fuck off. Imagine, he's, could, um, he's fucking like, he can beat everyone apart from Izzy and Drickers. <laughs> After Drickers' last fight, there is no way in hell that Robert Whittaker loses to Drickers. No way he Looked he looked so goddamn bad. He looked terrible. It was Brun they Brun looked so Brunson bad. Brunson got tired after one round, so did he, and he was just laying there, and he just got hit in the face repeatedly while he was just like not fighting back. He was just like. His coach said on the on the countdown. I think it was on the countdown that like. I don't know if it was a DVO reset. He was getting 5% oxygen. Yeah, so that's why his mouth is always open. If you get 5% oxygen, you die. That's not what happened. 8% airflow into it. You've got 8% oxygen. Very sick news, actually. Isn't it, lads? It is actually really Look bloody cool. Look what we have 
all around us. Some lovely bottles of Howlerhead. We do see you in the comments. We do see you getting involved with this content. And it just shows you how powerful it is becoming because Howlerhead themselves are now jumping in on the conversation as well. It's the official whiskey drink of the UFC. And they have become the official sponsor of this conversational content. Banana whiskey. I like it. Actually, really it good. It goes good. down really easily. I Zach's already had, had it. Too. If you haven't had it, you should go get some. Finally, Howlerhead is in the UK and is currently in Tesco's all around the country. So jump on down. $29.95. That is a sick price for a really good whiskey like Howlerhead. I love it? a deal. I love a big Tesco. You can also go to Master of Malt and Amazon and the, uh, the links are in the description. He's a dangerous fighter. He's always looking for the finish, which is exciting, which excites me as well. It's exciting for the, the crowd. You know he's going to bring it. You know he's going to be unpredictable. He's going to be looking for the finish, even if uh, it goes to the ground. Why has this never happened before? Like, it's happened to a certain degree, but this we've never been this deadlocked before. Is it because they got the belts when they were so young because the sport has evolved and now they've started when they're younger? I think we're just in one of those periods of time where the champions in those divisions are just really fucking good. I mean, obviously, Izzy's just gone through his battles with Perez as well and now instead of seeing a third fight with the two which they should really do they should have an epic trilogy fight it's clear that Pereira just cannot make that weight and that's such a detriment to his health and his ability in the cage to be weighing in at 185 when he does walk around at 230 clearly you know they had a conversation and the conversation went look we can have an epic trilogy fight here can you do it can you make this weight again and instead of saying, yep, I'll put my body through that again, I'm going to just go up to 205. In an odd turn of events where a champion would somewhat move up to challenge for the light heavyweight belt, we've actually got the losing challenger or the last champion moving up the division. You know, what's the narrative there? Is Pereira going to go up to the light he heavyweight division, win that belt, and then we'll see an epic Adesanya versus Pereira, champion versus champion for that trilogy. I mean, that would be incredible, but Pereira's got a lot to do to win that belt. I mean, the light heavyweight division is a little bit sparse at the moment. It's all over the place. Yiri's going to come back sooner or later and hopefully contend for that belt. But Jamal Hill is the champion. And is that one of the weakest champions that we've had I in think quite a long really time? Good. He's very inexperienced, though. Yeah, true. Very inexperienced. Uh, he had a great fight against Tashira. I yeah. think he's a really good striker. For, for Izzy to see that challenge, the only man that's really challenged him in the way that he has been challenged for such a long time, go up to that division. Pereira's taking that from him as well. That's really what Izzy should be doing. It's just kind of crazy because you had Anderson Silva. When he lost, he just slipped all the way down. When Chris Weidman lost, he slipped down. When Rockhold lost, he slipped down. Bisping retired. It's like every champion, they just it just doesn't happen. People always start, but Rob, he's just stuck still around. Right. Same as so, Max, though. Yeah, yeah. Still, he's yeah, still thirty-two, so he's still super young as well. And he's, you know, he's ticking people off, and he's staying, he's staying there. But for Adesanya as well, does like, does he really want a third Robert Whittaker fight? Is the same fight not just going to happen as the one in the second fight? Because Rob's learnt not to rush in to be countered by Izzy, and then you're in that sort of stalemate. I think it will look more like the first fight, to be honest. Adesanya got into this this rhythm in which him and Eugene came up with the perfect game plan to just beat people, like in just beat them not dominantly win and, and knock people out or sub them just to like get through the rounds fairly undamaged and, and win on points and ever since that Pereira loss he had to prove to himself by beating Pereira reinvigorated him to go out there trust his instincts call it audible like you used to and finish people it would be an exciting fight to see that again but it is a very hard sell when you can knock the guy out if you're and in America you can just beat him easily if you want and if you're in America as well 
and someone's telling you this costs 70 bucks I think if they do fight again I think Whitaker will try and wrestle him he tried though that last time and it didn't work if you ask him he thinks he won and he thinks the game plan was perfect yeah but there's a difference between thinking you won and winning you didn't this I guess could either be the best pay-per-view for the sport because it could break those deadlocks or we could just slide straight back into the perpetual fights that we we're seem to be I having. I think it only does for the middleweight division because if Volk loses, he's just going to get a rematch because he deserves it. He's been a very active champion. But yeah, that breaks the, the deadlock. Yeah, but it doesn't because then Volk would just get a rematch. He's the, then the same but fight again. If, if Rodriguez like epically KOs Volk, cracks that chin, it's a bit like what happened to Usman as well. Usman got head kicked and then he lost the rematch again and that's opened up that division quite nicely now. There's lots of different ways things can go. 